Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome back to another episode, the, the Christmas special episode of Dr. Movie. I'm your host, Rick, driving down the road, and thought I would share my thoughts on Don't Open Till Christmas from 1984. I know a lot of people that like this one. Uh, it's an interesting movie for a lot of reasons. I didn't really know a lot of the history of this one. But while watching it and, and then finding out the history, it was like, okay, I guess that makes more sense. So what you got here more than anything else, one, it's in Scotland Yard, so that makes it unique, right? Uh, kind of adds a little different flavor to what we're watching. But uh, the movie kind of opens up, and you got this couple out in the car getting it on, and somebody comes up and kills them. Typical kind of giallo slasher type situation. Not bad, straight to the gut kind of shots. And then it just kind of rolls from there to somebody's going around and killing everybody dressed up in Santa Claus suits. Uh, these people that were in the car were not in Santa Claus suits. So, the, already I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Something, something's awry here. Uh, something doesn't make much sense. If he's going around, or they're going around killing people dressed as Santa Claus, why'd he kill these people? Well, don't really know. But you spend a lot of time and, it, and it's straight up giallo for a long time because you don't see the killer and it's POV kind of shots and you know for the most part we're killing Santa Clauses and you talk about a variety of Santa Clauses man we've got about every scenario that you can put Santa Claus in even a scenario where a drunk Santa Claus is riding on a bicycle being chased by a bunch of punk rockers <laughs> So, that alone, I think, is worth the price of admission just to watch this movie. Uh, there's a lot of scenes in this that I really want to show people. Because <laughs> it's almost that so bad, it's so good kind of thing, right? And then you find out that the producer and the director, who's also the main, I guess, one of the stars of the movie, uh, came from Pieces, the movie Pieces. Which that really makes a lot more sense when you start thinking about it. The way this movie's laid out. The just total absurd lack of sense. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a fun watch. I mean, uh, I, I, I've, I literally enjoyed watching this movie. Uh, even though I caught myself going, that don't make any sense. Oh, see that right there? That don't make any sense. And I'm, I'm, there's literally one point in the movie where I just thought I missed something. I was like, well, wait a minute. I, I, did, I, did I really miss something here? Because what I'm seeing right now makes no sense to the rest of the movie. And there's a reason why. Uh, kind of like that backstory telling you. There's, there's a whole history of the making of this movie. So apparently, the director, also the star, who is Edmund Purdom... Uh, not a good director. 
There's, there's even a legend. Uh, that I, there, I think there's like special features on the Blu-ray or whatever. And they're talking about this guy was directing a dog like you would direct a person. Like literally talking to him just like you would a person and expecting them to do what he asked them to do. So there's, there's a legacy of this guy's directing abilities. And again, like I said, he's also one of the main stars of the movie. And what happens is he quits. Like in the middle of the movie, he just leaves. So uh, that really threw a wrench into this thing, I'm sure, from a lot of different angles. But it also makes makes more sense now when you watch it of why things happen the way they do in this movie because you're going down this one track and pretty early on I think you even get a sense of who's doing this but you're wrong because they changed the script because the main actor quit <laughs> so uh, they get this other guy that's supposedly this main actor he, he's the police chief inspector at uh, Scotland Yard and it's very very much like pieces if you like that movie if you know what I'm talking about I want to talk about this one but not give too much away because I feel like you need to see it if you're a horror fan if you like pieces this is like a companion piece not as good as pieces by a long shot not as wacko but it's definitely wacko uh but anyways, when, when he kind of disappears from the movie, they literally had to just write in another guy to kind of pick up the football and start running with it. And that's where I got confused because I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> we were sold on this happening, but now it's pointing this direction. And all of a sudden, is it one killer? Is it two killers? Is it is it any killers? What, what's going on here? So it kind of throws you for a loop with all that. They try to tie it all back in at the ending. Uh, it kind of works. But if you're watching this movie just for some kind of big payoff, eh, you're not really going to get it. But the rest of the movie, I think, is, is fun. And uh, there's one scene in particular that I think, I, I mean, is just fantastic. And it's a scene where this drunken Santa Claus goes into a peep show. Again, you get every scenario with Santa Claus. I mean, you get the one at the mall sitting with the kids. You get the one sitting outside smoking. You get a black Santa Claus. You get, I mean, you just name it. It's pretty much in this movie. And this one decides to go to a peep show. And there's this young girl behind the wall. She's listening to her Walkman. She's jamming out, not paying any attention. And the Santa Claus is nervous. It's like he's never been to one of these before. And uh, he tries to knock on the glass. She don't hear him because she's rocking out, not looking through the glass. And he goes to walk away, and she finally sees him. She knocks on the glass, gets his attention. And they have a conversation that I think is just gold. And, you know, I, I was so sure that this girl was going to play this very minute part in the movie. She has a bigger role in it, thank goodness. Because I think she's one of the selling points of this flick. And, uh, but he asked her the question, does your mom know that you work in this place? And he's like, she's, she's like, well, yeah, she runs it. <laughs> uh, 
And I think uh, another thing, there's another conversation. She says, well, I'm, I'm filling in for her. This is her booth. <laughs> so her mom's doing the same kind of peep show thing, too. And uh, while she starts talking to him and starts going into her act, uh, obviously, he's dressed as a Santa Claus, so he's going to get knocked off. But if any reason, I wish I had a time code on it because I would love for you to just go check out this one part and see it because I just think it's that good. It's 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 Miami Connection good, <laughs> if that makes any sense to you. And I just really enjoyed that. And, and let's let's talk about there's a girl that you follow throughout the whole movie and. Her dad gets killed. He's a Santa Claus. Oh, by the way, he's dressed as Santa Claus at this big party. It's a round-packed little club. And he comes out and says, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, all this stuff, and gets killed right in front of everybody there. Nobody reacts. And he was killed with a spear that comes through his mouth. <laughs> and nobody responds, and the killer gets away. And it's like, uh... <laughs> That's a that's a pretty good bad guy that can get away in a room that's so crowded you're standing elbow to elbow to everybody. And you stab him with a spear and nobody sees it, right? So <laughs> her dad gets killed and the police are keeping tabs on her. And it's her and her boyfriend. And this boyfriend, you want to talk about a loser. This guy. I mean, he's Mr. GQ. He's pretty cool. But he don't have a job. He's a street musician not only is he a street musician he plays a flute now <laughs> coming from the music world playing a guitar being able to sing maybe some drums I don't know you can get away with a few things I just don't see where you're going to make a lot of money playing the flute on the street not not the musical kind anyways but um uh so, already, I'm just like, girl, you you just picked the wrong <laughs> the wrong guy here. But she puts up with it. And it just gets worse, right? Because he's got this friend that's a photographer. And he invites them to come over later on. And he's doing this shoot with this chick that is obviously an exhibitionist. Now, this movie is all about the three Bs. You know, the three Bs that make these movies popular. Blood boobs, whatever the other one is, bodies, <laughs> body count, <laughs> right, and uh, it's got all of it, but this chick is constantly just showing herself, matter of fact, when you look up this movie, like on Google or whatever, you're going to see a lot of shirts, shots of her, um, and the thing is, is they get there and this, this guy's doing this photo shoot with this girl, and the, the boyfriend of the girl we're following suggests that the girlfriend and this other girl get in the photo shoot together naked. Doesn't happen. But this is the kind of boyfriend we're talking about, right? Trying to put, <laughs> put these kind of situations together. Anyways, as the night goes on, his girlfriend goes home and he's escorting the, the stripper girl, the poser girl, out. And she makes a move on him. And she's wearing this Santa Claus robe and some black panties, and that's it. 
and they're outside, out, out, out in public, and she opens up the Santa suit and uh, shows him the goods again, like he hadn't already seen them. And uh, then some people start sh- showing up, and he's like, "Ah, right, we, you know, we, we're going to get arrested. Here comes the cops, right? Indecent exposure." Well, the girl runs around the corner, runs into this killer. He's got a mask on. Sees her in the Santa suit, and he goes to kill her, and he stops. And he, he doesn't kill her, right? So here's our first victim that's gotten away that can give a little description, except he's wearing a mask, but they talk about his eyes, right? That's the big giveaway in all of this. Even the the uh, the, Carl, the the girl in the peep show says the same thing. I couldn't see his face, but it was something about his eyes. If I saw those eyes again, I would know him, right? Long story short, uh, there's a, a brother of the investigator that comes into the picture who looks like David Hess's long-lost brother if you're a fan of David Hess or not if you don't know who he is he's the uh, the guy from uh, Last House on the Left and House by the Cemetery all those movies not House by the Cemetery uh, House by the Edge of the Park whatever it is it's one of those it's not House by the Cemetery maybe it is House by the Cemetery nah anyways it's David Hess y'all it's a shame I'm getting my movies mixed up here. Of course, I am trying to drive and dodge these diesel trucks. Um, but it's it's it, this guy looks like David Hess. Kind of even kind of acts like him. But needless to say, there's some pretty interesting kills in this movie for sure. A lot of Santa Claus getting killed. This is one. It's like in this wax museum art exhibit kind of thing. That's pretty creepy. But anyways, the girl that got away in the Santa Claus outfit earlier is, is dead and hanging up in there upside down. has been killed. And um, the girl from the peep show gets uh, captured by the killer and tied up. And they keep her f- for a long time. Uh, she finally gets away and there's a big chase and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, needless to say, it's, it's again, it, it's a counterpart to uh, to pieces, right? So, you've got a psychological thing that has happened to somebody in their youth, and it's led to all this stuff that happens right here, right? I'm just going to kind of leave it there. But, uh, it, it's, even as weird and as jangled of a mess as it is, I still like this one. And, uh, if you're a fan of Jalo movies, if you're a fan of pieces, like I said earlier, if you like that movie that's just a little off kilter, uh, this is for you, no doubt about it. I really enjoyed it, and I can see this being one that I will repeat around Christmas time uh, as kind of traditional. I think I really enjoyed it, and again, it's on Tubi, so it's for free and uh, won't cost you a cent. Just a little bit of time, so. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to I'm going to give this a... I'm going to still give it a 3 out of 5. I like it. I, I still want to see if it holds up. Looking at it, you know, down the road. But right now, I like it pretty much. I would give it a 4. My, my heart tells me a 4. But I want to give it a 3 just in case I want to back it up because it's still kind of new and interesting on my mind. Uh, so there you go. That's what I'm going to give it. And I want to tell everybody, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. If you got suggestions, feel free to reach out to me. Let me know. Um, 
want you to have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I, I will not be releasing any shows next week because I'm not working next week. So I'm not going to be driving my car. And I figured, well, I'm off for the week. I'm going to take a break. So I'm going to take a break from the show as well. And the first of the year, we'll pick it back up and keep on running. I'm kind of thinking about Giallo January. It's kind of where my heart is right now. But we'll see how that all works out. Folks, I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is you're into. Uh, thank you all for checking the show out. Thanks for hanging out. Take care of yourselves, and we will check you later.